Okay, you ready? Ready? Yeah. Stop on the open road. Now was not the time to flop. The buzz is formulating, Jimmy. Now's the time to drop. Is everything around you the finest flow will amaze? You can't honor what I'm on and bitch, nigga, get gone. Airgasm. For sure, and here we are with the Airgasm audio review show. Because it's just, all, all is just too good. Real hip-hop reviews for recent hits that have hit the shelves. Yo, what is up, everybody? Um, You're back. We're back. Let's do this. Airgasm, <laughs> Nicki Minaj's Queen album. Uh, my guests tonight are all women, except for me, which is Joy is here. Jump for Joy on Twitter is here to express her feelings. Again with us this week. That's twice in a week she has. Oh no, yeah, that's twice in a week she's been with us. So uh, this is a turning into uh, this turning this irregularity into a regularity. Uh, let's see. Mary is here. DJ Fusion is going to be joining us. And originally, it was supposed to be her and I reviewing this album because we both subjected ourselves to this trash. But then I found out that Joy did as well, along with finding out that our other regular 40 crew member Deidre had also subjected herself to listen to this album so we were like fuck it let's come together like Voltron and review this album give it the proper praise that it fucking deserves oh did you say mm-hmm. right. like and and <laughs> and I'm gonna God, that sounds like a line she would say oh <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead no, that, that line is still more creative than most of the shit she said on that joint though yeah I'm gonna go ahead and just put this out there right now I am going to now proceed with the talking in Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj bars for the rest of this review. So, mm-hmm. besides Cody, right, I'm really not trying. I'm really not trying to cut off my Verizon broadband. Okay, while doing this review, that's that's really unnecessary, bro. It's going to happen. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, just, just let it out, please. Let's get it out. It's Thursday night. Let's get it out. Can I kind of just start with, I wrote a, like a timeline of foolishness, like legitimately put bullet <laughs> notes of when, I'm not even joking, of of when I knew that this was probably not going to be the album for me and then read, listened to the album and then confirmed that this was not the album for me. So we're going to start in April 20, 2018. Ben, where, what do you <laughs> say? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got timelines. I'm ready. Listen, I got time. Lies. I was not joking, y'all. Listen, Girl, if okay? you, the, you if you had time stamped it, oh my gosh. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Here we go. <laughs> so and let's start. So in April, right? And a lot a lot of this has been lifted and shifted from the Forbes article that you know circulated a lot where they were just like, this is a cry for help, which I agree wholeheartedly. I don't care what nobody says, but so it started in April 2018 when she released like Barbie Tings and Chunk Lee. I personally, being the dirty New York nigga that I am, enjoyed Barbie Tings. I did not see it for Chung Lee. I know there's some people who felt either neither were great or one of them were better than the other. I personally liked Barbie Tings. I didn't like Chung Lee. Um, but Chung Lee, for whatever reason, kept getting a lot of play and a lot of push. Cool. But it wasn't the, the overall, I think, reaction that Nikki and her team was looking for. Cool. Then the, the Chung Lee video came out. And it was a hot mess of poor excuse of like BDSM and just like Asian fetishy appropriation. And that's where I was just like, 
okay, this is, seems like a red flag, but maybe we can clean this up. And then I saw her in SNL performance, which I don't know if y'all seen her SNL performance where she did Chung Lee and Poke It Out with Playboy Cardi. It was God off. It was. Oh, yeah, God I saw that. Off. I saw that joint. It was God off. And then that's where I was just like, okay, I don't think it's going to be good. This rollout's not being great. And then she went to the BT Awards and came in with that hairstyle looking like a fucking Pidgeotto. And I just knew Nigga. my <laughs> <laughs> And I. Like, I wish you saw my notes, because I literally wrote Pidgeotto next to BET Awards. Like, I, this is what I knew, and that performance was god-off, when I was like, not saying that Nikki is this grand performer, but she was just especially bad. And then Bed came out with Ariana Grande. That's a dub. No thanks. And then Fifi with the pedophile Tamagotchi 69. I was like, no. And then she same sex workers in Elle magazine, which, when we find out on Twitter, makes sense, because her man, she quote-unquote exposed Safari when he was paying for them uh, uh, while they were dating, which sex work is fine, y'all. Like, I just want to put out the disclaimer. If you're a sex worker, hey, sis, you like it, I love it, live your life. And then the whole Juana's world on Twitter, her going into DMs, talking to this random girl who had a very fair critique of, hey, I'm looking for grown music from Nicki Minaj, didn't at Shorty. She literally was just searching her mentions because she's a loser that doesn't have, has too much time on her hands, apparently. And hits girl in DMs, gets her fired from an unpaid site from Kevin Civil, uh, Karen Civil's site. And then, uh, 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 to kind of cap it all off, she does the Funkmaster Flex uh, interview this week, loses her mind, has a meltdown against Safari, brings Tyga into it. I mean, Tyga is, you know, a little statutory, so I'm not too pressed about him, but this man was minding his business with a hit song with, with Taste bringing him in on his hairline. She paid 10 stacks for Safari's hairline. She's telling, uh, calling DJ Self a no, uh, want a hug ass nigga. All this other stuff. And I keep remind, thinking to myself, this all rolls up to what I feel like the album is. Not concise, overall just like mess, and a hodgepodge of just different meltdowns. I love when people use the word hodgepodge. It's so white, but it's so... That's a great little it's, word. It's yeah. so perfectly used yeah. whenever anybody decides to actually pull it out their bank, their word bank. Hodgepodge. But yeah, that's, that's... I just wanted to intro all of that by saying, like, as a marketing professional, professional this rollout was a cry for help. As a person with, with ears, this music is a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never been the biggest Nicki Minaj fan but she's had bops here and there you know and I'm one of those people where I might not like the majority of your music I mean I've been DJing for a minute I've been writing all this other type of stuff but I'm like I could at least maybe for most people see why people like you Nicki Minaj is in such a strange place right now and I do think her ass is having some sort of breakdown I think it's beyond you know, her not being a homeboy, whatever, anymore. Because this is the first time I think she's dealt with competition on the mainstream rap level that's female. Like, she can't just exist anymore and have people go out there and sweat her. And she's been very used to that for at least the past five to eight years. And when you sit back and you look at the music that dropped earlier, like you mentioned, it was just there, like, okay, Barbie Dreams, okay. Biggie Dreams remix, cute. That's fine, you know, whatever. Chun Li, I'm just here like, bitch, you're still doing the same Scarface, you know, you you know, I'm the bad guy type shit. Like, bitch, Chun Li was not a bad guy. 
And two, why are we still pulling out the Scarface shit in 2018 or whatever? But the beat bops, it's okay. The song with Teriyaki 69 is trash. And the video, quite frankly, is frightening. It's pedocentral.com to me with way too many colors. And you sit back and you look at the rollout, which was erratic at best to people who would remotely care. And what we got with all of this is 19 tracks, like literally trying to get somebody to love her, right? She's trying to get pop folks to love her. She's trying to get the cats who talk about spitting to love her. She's trying to get the folks who are into, you know, the current Southern wave or whatever to love her. She's adapting every other style in town in a way she's kind of doing a, a Drake light and whatnot, where she's trying to get other personas so somebody can feel something. But overall, it feels like she's not feeling what she's doing at all, except on maybe at most two tracks to me. And two tracks out of 19 is not a good percentage. You know, like, I think Cardi and these other folks got her shook, and I think, quite frankly, she got used to just being a chick with ass and titties who can spit a few bars and she was able to get by. She just can't do that anymore. So what we have is somebody who is titling their album queen while the entire album to me makes me know that she feels like a peon. She ain't really feeling this no more, but she still wants people to believe that she feels that she's on top and whatnot. The fact that you haven't had Drake or Lil Wayne or anybody from Cash Money talk about this album says the world to me. Because usually you get that little bit of social media hype or video hype or whatever. If those niggas don't care, why should we care? You know? And, um, yeah, man, I don't know. There's some beats on here that are dope, but, and we'll get into details later on. Um, this is some lazy horse shit, and I'm just really not beat for it. You also made a good point about the, the Drake and Wayne part because I noticed that. You know what else I, that was a red flag for me? Nikki's doing radio to promote this. When was the last time somebody of like her, you know, she loves talking about stats, somebody of, who's had the amount of accolades, quote unquote, that she's had done regular like radio press runs for her album? It's been a while. So that was that. odd to me. And side note, she did it with niggas who don't like her. And she don't like, like them. I was like, why are you with Flex, girl? You don't even like him. Like, like, why are you with the, like, you're talking about people who might have paid money to do tracks. Funk Flex has been on that shit ever since I was in college back in 96 onward. That nigga's been getting paid over for 20-something years, but he's trying to semi-shade Cardi while trying to kiss Nikki's ass and doing whatever else besides the fact that interview was god-awful, even just for entertainment purposes. Like... Nikki is trying to grab on to anything. Like, if she can't be the big mainstream chick right now, I think she's trying to do the, well, at least I could be Queen of New York or whatever title people have. But these are the individuals she's talking about. Who cares about Flex? Who cares about DJ Envy? Who cares about DJ Self? Like, you're giving those cats more PR than what you're getting out of them. And it's just seriously backwards and i mean i know she's been through a breakup i know this other stuff's going on but overall this is just a bad look for her like she just looks like a really desperate bully when uh, when a nigga like safri who's like rubs coconut oil on himself on vh1 looks like he's the same one first of all you call this nigga safri you just <laughs> have to hold out 
Like you left a whole vowel. Whatever, whatever the fuck that nigga. It's name. Safari. You left a whole vowel out though. Like you just called this nigga savage. Look, the, the 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 dude who a bunch of people showed, you know, talk about, hey, this dude has a really big dick on the internet. When that cat yeah, looks does. like the same one, which he does. I mean, I'm like, oh, okay. But anyway, like when that cat seems to be the same one while you're trying to like beef and yell at him. When a pedal like Tiger is just there, like I'm just sitting here. I didn't even say anything about your ass. There's, there's a problem. Like there's a lot of desperation. I think within this album with her um, moves at large as of late. Mm. Well, Deidre, where are you at? Because you're just kind of listening, like I'm listening. I mean, mine's very short and sweet. She's a fucking lunatic. Like Nikki's always been crazy. This is not like oh, now that I have competition. I'm going to act crazy. Like, she's always been crazy. Yes, you know, now that the fact that, you know, you have more people, she like Cardi, and you have, like, other people, other artists, female-wise, that are getting more shine. And then, plus, people are getting tired of Nikki's shit. Like, people are getting tired of her just acting all ignorant, like, all boastful, like, feel like she can talk to folks any kind of way. People get tired of it, and she doesn't know how to act. That whole time frame when she kind of like disappeared like all of that was she probably went to rehab because she's been talking about popping pills for the longest well, and i'm sure that plus hmm? so we don't get to that i got notes about that <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean you, she came she came back with the i've been on detox bloat like she she gained weight but she also probably did more surgery because uh. she talks with a list now like bitch what the fuck is wrong with your teeth? That's what cracked like, you, though. Just... She got the Bobby Brown mm. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and again, the same thing. She got, she pushed the album back. I think one of the reasons she said she pushed it back because she tried to get a Tracy uh, Chapman sample. And that bitch said, hell no, you're not going to get one of my great songs on this track. Well, shout out to Tracy Chapman. <laughs> and that no. song is trash. The song that she wanted to keep you know, to have on the album with that sample, the one with Nas, it's an awful song. Absolutely awful song. So, I mean, it's just a lot of things at one point that would go her way and people would be tolerant of it. Now people don't want to even fuck with her no more and she's just, she can't deal with it. And I am, I'm also sure too with the fact that Safari is now getting attention, regardless if it is love and hip-hop attention. And the fact that he was always the same one. Like, none of that's changed. Like, he's always been the same one out of the two. Like, Nicki has always been a hot fucking mess. And the fact that he's getting attention, and he's never bashed that woman at all. Like, you, he's never said anything bad about her as far as for all her surgeries. Like, the fact that she brings up all this stuff about the credit cards, and like hairline shit like i don't like the credit card stuff i really don't even believe because it's like all of a sudden now it's like bad safari for what reason he didn't even say anything to you and the fact that he gave you that nice classy disc of we're both with toxic i left your ass leave me the fuck alone like that just that just says a whole lot and the fact as well is she's always been struggling even especially when safari stopped writing with her and he broke up with her and nothing's going to change the fact of, oh, this is a, the best body of work I've made. If this, as a 30, 38-year-old, because I know she's older than me, a 38-year-old, close to 40-year-old woman, is this is what your best body of work is, then you're absolutely delusional. But this is the same format she's always been using. 
and all her other albums and it's worked and that's the fact that she's getting unhinged because at this point it's not anymore like people are just tired of it and i'm tired of hearing her mouth i'm tired of hearing her whack-ass lines i'm tired of hearing her struggle-ass singing tired of her pop songs like just like again somebody said you could talk all the trash about somebody but you can't talk about your trash-ass brother that's a pedophile never make one peep about his old bitch ass and the fact that you even did a song, like y'all said, with a fucking pedophile, that is not your damn song. Like, that's not even your song. Like, you are the feature of the song. And the fact that you use that to add that to, like, as a quote-unquote bonus to boost up sales and try to get, you know, more people, more clicks from his little fan base, it, that's just absolutely pathetic. So I just, I really expect, like, this is really the downfall of Nicki Minaj. It's starting. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be great to see. Ooh. Cause I hope she, and then the fact that out of all of this, you're, you're actually going back with Meek Mill, the same one that talked all that cash money about you and your fakeness, talked all your shit, talked all your business. If anybody, Safari should have been the one to talk to all your business. Cause he know you well enough. if not better than him, but he never said a sh- nothing about you, but you go back to that bitch ass nigga. You deserve all the shit that you get. Every last piece. Um. Okay. Woo. Um. So, well, I'm mine's gonna be short because y'all didn't said a whole lot. Uh. First off, I would like you to take a look at the link that I just put in the chat. I already did, and I decline it. <laughs> Ooh, that bitch look crazy. That's and that's what this. This is a picture that they decided to use for Wikipedia for her, right? This everything y'all said has been true. Um. I I kind of wish Joy had taking her her journalistic skills actually all the way back to like 2016 because Nikki has been struggling to land singles for two years straight now like this oh, is no the, god the no frauds post cheater oh mm-hmm. Jesus. this is not the first time that Nikki has tried to do a rollout and failed with singles like sheether was nowhere near as bad as the three songs that followed it that nobody gave a fuck about when they dropped um, my thing with Nikki is this. I don't like people that like to talk or try to sound cute, especially when you in your fucking late 30s. And she has this thing about wanting to walk around and sound like somebody's prissy little pink and white dress wearing daughter all the time. And you're a grown ass woman. I got you, Nikki. She's a grown ass woman. Like, she talks like all she walks out the house in is white stockings and ballet slip-on shoes. Like, I just can't fucking deal with it. It's annoying, and it's a terrible representation of a female hip-hop artist. And the fact that she's never truly claimed being a female hip-hop artist, like, actually grabbed it by the throat and carried that shit, unless, unless she was doing it for marketing, unless she felt like she needed to prove a fucking point because nobody was taking her shit seriously because why would you take somebody seriously that says lines like shit on this album there's just no way like her whole point in this album was to prove that she's not phased by cardi b by taking a hundred minutes and purely showing that she's completely phased by cardi b Following that shit up with the, I write all my own shit. The album opens up with her claiming nobody has ever written any, like she writes all her songs, which I feel like is a double, like that shit has double meaning. Yeah. I'm sure you were in there 
maybe you wrote some words when other niggas was writing your song, but what we not gonna do is sit here and act like you didn't have writers. Nigga, if Drake got writers, nigga, you got writers. Like, we're not, we not gonna even do this. And the fact that every nigga that you falling out with over the career, your albums have continued to get worse, not just sonically, but fucking lyrically. Your bars have turned into shams and everybody's fucking noticed it. Your fans aren't even real fucking fans. They don't really support your fucking music. I don't know whose interview it was that she was doing where them niggas knew the words to her song, but I'm like, they pay everybody in that audience $40 to read genius lyrics before she brought that fucking song up. And for her to sit there and act like, see, I run the world. When Lil' Kim is on the fucking charts for an album that came out in the fucking 1996, Hilarity. the same week that your new fucking album came out, because her fans came out the fucking woodworks, we talking 40-something-year-old fucking fans, dog, came out the fucking woodworks to listen to her shit because they didn't want to listen to your shit, and when her album got fucking drugs on it which is the best fucking song that she's probably done in my opinion ever let alone that whole queen bitch open up shit for the album you try to claim that same position and you sound like a fucking fraud for 19 tracks long and you put that energy that you put into that shit i swear to god she is the goddamn poster child for making a statement that just because you sound good rapping don't mean you a good fucking rapper she sounds awful on this goddamn album not only that she included other motherfuckers on her album that also rap really good but aren't really good rappers right now like emma fucking them this nigga is on there rapidly rip rapping along with her rapidly rip rapping ass and they rippity rapping across the whole fucking track and then she continues to do this shit for the whole album you're not impressing nobody the reason that niggas even fuck still fuck with niggas like jay electronica is because despite the fact that he abusing the shit out of y'all with promises of releasing music is that when he actually does do a song when he actually does do a song the lyrics are there he brings what he represents to his fans. You are a fucking fraud. You have always been a fraud. How the fuck you gonna bring up somebody hairline when your whole body fake? And this is the same person where we have in conversations like, yo, if she wants to get plastic surgery, cool. I agree. I fucking agree. If you want to get injections in your lips, if you want to change your pupil eye color, if you want to make your irises purple, if you want to change hair every hour, if you want to inject your booty till it till it fucking carries you away to the Himalayan mountains, like, fine, do that. If you want to grow thighs out of nowhere, if you want to shrink your fucking feet, you know, if I don't care if you have some obsession with Japanese culture and you want to look docile while yelling at everybody in your Roman revenge voice, do what the fuck you want to do. But what you not going to do is then chastise people for doing that same shit that they want to do. Because you feel like you fucking better than them. Like, literally, your whole voice screams, grow the fuck up. You 30-something grow the fuck up years old, and it's just annoying. And on this album, like, it's just terrible. And the fact that you out here paying people to give you positive reviews, the fact that Karen Civil fired a working employee because you, like somebody else said earlier on this podcast, couldn't say the fuck out your own mentions with that search function and was up in somebody else's DMs, you couldn't give me the endorsements, you couldn't give me the branding, you couldn't give me the music, you couldn't give me the rides and Learjet's vehicles, big homes, money and travel that she has and find me on fucking Twitter searching for anything. But she's so fucking immature. And it's unfair to so many other women rappers that Nicki Minaj was at the top of the charts for so fucking long, unfeathered, unbothered, and immovable. 
she had she literally had to trip fall and stumble on her own for somebody else to come through like and i'm so fucking glad it was cardi i'm so glad it was cardi because her persona given her situation is so much more likable so much more acceptable and just better her album is just better than anything that Nicki Minaj has ever released. Ever. I don't care if Cardi B got 37 niggas writing her lyrics. They put more care into trying to make that woman sound authentic and original on her album over dope ass beats than anyone on Young Money, Cash Money, Big Money, Billionaire Money, Trillionaire Money, Nigga Cash, Guap Guapo, fucking what, De Niro nigga, Moolah, Moochin, Brothers has ever written for her. Little Wayne and Drake didn't never really care about your ass. I wish you'd had known that. And you ain't gonna lie to me and tell me that Safari wasn't writing for you because I know he fucking was. My thing is, is that like, so two things. One, because I do want to be clear that the issue, at least for, for me, and I, I don't know if you guys agree with this, is definitely, I think she's just too damn old to be acting like this, but it's not, I don't want it to seem like we're trying to be ageist to her because there are people who are older in the hip hop game who still make themselves fresh and relevant. A great example of that mm-hmm. is a two chains. So two chains been, you know, two chains had um, what is it? Uh, pretty girls like trap music, which yes. as somebody who's over 40 might not be seem like the content he should be working on, but guess what? He got into the studio, he put time and effort into it, he got the right producer. Stuff like that. Like and he and did a good job. And so it's not an age thing, it's more of a maturity thing. And that, I think, is what my, like, the frustrating aspect of it is for me with Nikki, where it's like, girl, one, like, on a Twitter standpoint, you are too damn old to be acting like this on Twitter. I'm sorry. Like, you are. I'm much, I'm younger than her, and even though I'm like, girl, you're too damn old. Like, I wouldn't be doing this at my age, and I kind of have the right to, and I won't, because it's just too much. But, but it's more of a maturity thing. She lacks maturity. Also... It makes me even it. Uh, it makes me happier for kind of like the future of of female rap and what it could be. Because you got folks like Doja Cat out here with Moo, which is a phenomenal fucking song. I stand by. It. I heard y'all. I heard your podcast about it. But uh, a phenomenal fucking song. And she was just joking, and that kind of took the wind out of the promotional sales. I saw her in more magazines than I saw Nicki for this run. Um, so there's that, which I kind of got a, a nice little cackle out of. But the point is that like I. The, the Cardi album is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Doja Cat is mm-hmm. one of the people in the future. I truly believe that. And we have we have talent out there, and we shouldn't limit ourselves to mediocre projects just for the sake of solidarity. I'm not doing that shit no more, dog. And 2018 has been a really great year in terms of showing where people stand, in general, much less in hip-hop. Like, we have seen people who have been so used to just getting by when they're not just getting by by existing, they're like literally breaking down and having attacks. It's happening with Kanye. It's happening with Nicki Minaj. Um, Nas just kind of plays the background. He's going through a bunch of legal shit right now, but I know he wasn't necessarily happy Tyrese. with how people responded to his album and what have you. I'm a and um, even to a certain degree, it's happening with Drake. Like Drake literally credit because he had to like do one of those like um, companies that had him do, you know, the, viral the pseudo-viral dances, dances mm-hmm. or whatever. Nobody cares about Kiki. Nobody does. <laughs> but, or the song that that comes from. 
but people are just doing the dance. These cats have been used to being able to literally throw out anything, and they started caring more about algorithms than they care about fans. And people are finding out that that shit doesn't work. You can't just act a jackass and we're just going to stay around like we're in an abusive relationship with our ears because you just felt like coming ahead and dropping music. And I think we're going to be seeing some very interesting fallout from that as time goes on. And Nikki, I just think, is being louder about not knowing how the fuck to deal with it than some of these other cats. I mean, for fuck's sake, you're talking about your ex-nigga's hairline to try to get credit for your, to try to get attention to your album? How crazy does that shit sound? You went on fuck fuck your show. You didn't talk about another person's music. You didn't come with that same energy with anybody who's come at you throughout your career. I mean, I know a lot of people bringing up Remy, but we're just talking about in general. But you're talking about your ex niggas hairline who is like on VH1, cooling, because your album dropped and Doja Cat dropped a joint where folks went moo. And we were just there like, huh, this is authentically weird. They seem to give a fuck about their music. Like, Homegirl needs to not just mature on a personal level, but she needs to mature as a musician because she literally has all the gifts in front of her to at least make something decent. And she is literally choosing to not do that like some of these other artists are literally choosing to not do it. And quite frankly, if this is the beginning of the end, I'm fine with it. But she's not a musician. Because fuck this. She's like, not. She, she's oh, not a musician. God. And I think that's the explanation. But she doesn't even have to be a musician, but she can get those people. I don't like, know if Cardi that works B anymore. has a certain thing with her personality-wise and otherwise, but she had people where she's like, I don't want to put out some whack shit. Like, you just need to have that core in you. I don't want to put out whack shit whether I'm writing it myself, whether somebody else is putting things together. She just wanted to be able to be like, I went to this point. I want to be at the pinnacle of my lane. Nicki Minaj just thinks she belongs in the lane. And that's just not how shit's supposed to work. She thinks she's earned and it because she's been at the top. Doing. She right. thinks she's a queen, she but she's it. like a fucking serf, yo. No. Yeah, it's thinks, just you, like what you said, Brandon. She thinks she's earned it. And that is why I wholeheartedly believe that is the one of the main reasons, if not, not the whole reason, but one of the main reasons why it bothers her so much about Cardi is because Cardi is not sucking her fucking dick or jumping on her shit and trying to be like, oh, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm copying quote unquote her style, blah, 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 to make myself known, to make myself relevant. Like she came in authentic as, you know, as Cardi is, she got people to like her authentically and she decided to make herself better. Like, yes, her two little mixtapes were horrible. But you know what? She there's this thing called growth. And from those two mixtapes to this album is totally different. And that's how it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. You're supposed to grow and you're supposed to be humble. And the fact that you know there are people out here that says they've met her, that say that she's nice, she's genuine, she's sweet, from producers all the way down to fans. Like that's how it's supposed to be. Like you're supposed to be humble. You can still talk your shit, but you can still be humble and you can still be you know like your authentic self which to the core makes me believe that's just always been her but nikki's just always been trash and again she's been getting away with it with it forever the whole kim situation she kind of you know she rolled that and the fact that kim was making trash ass stuff too it kind of helped her out as well but the fact that cardi's not doing that cardi never did that and will never do that and then even on the motorsport song where she literally got out wrapped on there, like everybody remembers Cardi's verse. And then it's like, why is Nicki Minaj on here? 
because you're saying the same fucking shit. And that that is bothering her. That is bothering. That's why she's doing this spaz out stuff. But again, you're a grown motherfucking woman, and then this is how you're acting. So I don't I don't see any positivity. I don't see any anything at all coming from her. But people are gonna stop fucking with her if they haven't already, which I believe they have. I used to think it was a uh, okay. Maybe Nikki doesn't have any like no men in her circle. I think she probably does. I just don't think she listens to anybody. No, nope. yeah. I feel like nope. that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I don't think she listens to no one. She does. I, I agree. And I that's... Know that she has friends. She yeah. has no friends. Oh, she got hood friends. She got some hood booger friends. She talks about. Oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 she has people. Who, she has people who hang out with her in the studio. She don't have yo sis. This song doesn't need to be six minute long. No, no, no. I think she got legit hood booger friends that are just like her. But you can't expect those people to give you proper like context critiques for your music when they're not musician artists producers mixers engineers or any marketing team or anything else in the studio like she got her friends that she grew up with who watched her get to her fame and they still her friends rolling with her the same way that she is exactly but they can't fucking help her in the situation that she in right now because everybody that can help her she biting the hand that feed her and literally she could have made herself her own star but she listened to everybody around her telling her all the fake shit that she needed to do and we watched her be fake all the way to the top the difference between her and drake is that drake is legit being himself like that there is no other rapper that will ever be able to drag harder than drake because drake is fucking drake Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj on the other True. hand like you said rode on the back end with little Kim there's video proof of her back in the day trying to find a rap style that would work for her not to mention that her actual physique and image looks completely different from the way she looks now everything about her is Nicki industry it's Nick industry right but there is no real Nicki here mm-hmm. it's not on any of her music it's not in any of her interviews the only time that she's actually being authentic is when she acts a whole ass that's the only right. time she's being authentic. Yeah. But like the like the bitterness on interviews and in some of these songs, you're like, yeah, I feel that you're a bitter bitch. But what else is going on? That's her. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's a market for that. But like, at least if you're gonna be a bitter bitch, can you like do it well? There's definitely yeah. a room and market for bitter bitch music. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. But girl, this ain't it. It's it's not fun, bitter bitch. It's not okay. Yeah, I've been bitter yeah. like this bitch before. It's just wow, you're just really a bitter bitch who just has. It's to alarming and concerning. Like I shouldn't feel like I shouldn't be listening to a track and be like, "Girl, are you okay?" Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I listen to Lord knows. Whole album. There's some shits on here. I'm just here like, um, you, you know, you honestly need somebody to talk to. She did have it. I'm sure she, but that's the thing. She can talk to somebody. She got the fucking money to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you can go to therapy for free 99 around here with insurance and a regular motherfucking job, she can go to any top tier therapist that she wants, but her pride won't let her. That's the, that's the problem. She's, yep. she's too in full of herself that she does not understand or doesn't even want to admit that she needs help that she needs that she has like severe issues. Anytime that you that mad at somebody that the fact that you cut him enough that he almost bleeds to death, you yeah. got a fucking problem. Yeah. Like yeah. by the way, she did not say she didn't do it. That bugged me out. Nope. She yeah. never said nope. she didn't do it. And listen, that, I don't that care. threw me the fuck off. Well, I'm just like, people don't really joke about that. And usually somebody be there like, nah, I ain't cut that motherfucker. She ain't she, and honest shit. and to be dead ass, she lucky she's she's still breathing and not in a hospital because i know one thing 
if, especially if Savari got sick, because Savari got sisters and a mother, ain't no damn way in the world I'm going to find out this motherfucker tried to kill my brother or kill my damn son. I'm going to, I'm going to hunt that motherfucker down. So her bitch ass is lucky. But again, she's Nikki. She thinks she's Nikki Milan. She's above all of that. And it's yeah. just like, no, you're not. You're not above getting your ass beat. Yeah. And that's she's like, Onika. Yeah. And like domestic violence is never okay. Like, I mean, we all know this, but like domestic violence is never okay. And, and it, like, what we also not going to do is going to like, you can't excuse quote unquote, like needing to get help or mental illness as a crutch for you to be abusive. That's yeah, not cool. No doubt. Absolutely. That's not not, cool. at, all. not oh, at all. Like she's absolutely complicit in that. And like, it was the, the the jokes were funny. I even said on Twitter, I was like, yo, it was definitely fun to watch. But when it got to like I was in the hospital, I was like, okay, like trash people always ruin the fun. And that's where <laughs> trash people always True. ruin the jokes on Twitter. And that's where I was like, Skirt. oh no, we're not doing this. I don't I don't like the the domestic abusers in any way, shape, or form. I don't condone them. I don't care if they're men or women. Like you should not be putting hands on people in your relationship. That's not okay. Man, mm-hmm. I tell you, boy, maybe I should let them auto tune up the pussy. <laughs> oh. You said all that. They, she said all that shit in that uh, interview about sex work and all that stuff. And then, like, oh, the whole motherfucking album talking Bruh, about how what pussy talk? gets you. What what does your pussy? How how much is it worth? What is it, what what items you're getting from it? And the gag is that the reason why she kept talking about sex workers in those magazines and doubling down on it was because she was tight that Safari was uh, purchasing sex workers. That's why you're really mad. Like, be honest with don't like don't try to make this a grandiose statement under the guise of feminism because that's some bullshit. Mother doesn't recognize this. Everybody's line of work, including they didn't want your ass. And what does that sound like? Mind you, and mind you, she did that interview right after she dropped that rich sex joint. Uh, which is awful, and that, awful. like God, fucking awful. Jesus Christ! Right, right. that's like, a lot of fucking nerve. You say that like that exactly. You you're mad at him because he went, he got, so yeah, he bought some uh some bitches to have sex with because he don't want to have sex with your ass. Because what are you doing? You fucking other people. It's just it was just a volatile relationship. Just say that and keep it moving. Like don't act like you know you were the victim out of all of this. Like oh he was doing that. Um. Did you pipe up and say how you was fucking Meek Mills <laughs> at the same time you was in this relationship with him? Like, mm. you're no saint. And that's the, I think that's the reason why I get so mad is because she keeps like, like, oh, it's woe me. Woe Nicki Minaj. Everybody wants to come for me. I don't do anything. I'm just here with my bad wigs and my ugly ass contacts and my fake teeth with a fucking lips and shit and oversized <laughs> hips and thighs. And I, I don't know why they don't like me. She is the female equivalent of a fuck nigga. She or, she, or she could just right. be a fuck nigga. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. But my thing is that, like, what blew me is the hairline thing was funny. I'm not gonna lie, because it came out of nowhere, and I was just like, wait, what? And it was right, so good. I laughed. Yeah. And but, he like, even I was, laughed about it. I yeah, know that. I appreciate the humor, but <laughs> it definitely blew me. It definitely blew me because I was like, okay, girl, like, def- you know, I got a little laugh out of that. I'm not gonna lie. But you not gonna act like when y'all were sleeping in the same bed together, if you. Like you could have rubbed it off. Like you were a part of this process. <laughs> so we're not gonna he was looking at Bama for over ten years and she talked about she paid she for paid the hairline. Hair he didn't pay for the hairline with his money. 
he said, I want a different hairline, and you said, okay, so how are you looking right now, sis? Okay, You know boo. what I'm saying? <laughs> if, if that's supposed to be a bad thing, I mean, do do whatever you want to your body. That's your own autonomy, whatever, whatever. But you did that, and on top of that, you did that. He dragged in a nigga who had, had nothing to do with nothing, who was probably just chilling that day with a Kardashian or whoever the fuck he's fucking now. Just they're like, yo, just because I got my hairline done too, why are you bringing me into it? And Nicki Minaj had to resort to scrapple-level beef for attention. Should just tell everybody how bad this album is. Uh, you know, the, worst thing, uh, the worst thing is that Tiger has a, a better track on, like, he has a better single than Nikki does. Case is a better would single. Say that in 2018. Tiger has a better track. It is. Who would, who would think we said in 2018? Wow, that Tiger track is kind of all right. The downfall <laughs> is real. This, mm. this is mainstream hip hop, guys. This is the Trump era of mainstream hip hop. The downfall Fucking is pathetic. real. Okay. That's like that. Wow. Um, I used to remember when I had a crush on Special Ed. Word to designer, he made it out of Special Ed. <laughs> uh, can we get to the tracks? Like, yeah, I just, let's, this let's, is your best body of fucking work, though. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. Um, oh my god. Yeah. So, no, let's just get to the tracks. Jesus Christ. All right. So I'm I'm gonna pretty much continue to let this go the way it's been going. But I I I just need y'all to know y'all are all three an hour's worth of pent-up verbal frustration right now. So I need y'all to condense that so we can actually make it through these tracks and this sorry. not be a four-hour podcast. Oh, sorry. No, 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 it's, it's fine. The first 40 minutes of this are is gold. It is fucking gold, okay? And I wish, I wish we had started at like 7 o'clock so we could do a four-hour Nicki Minaj album review because I'm sure people listening would love it. But I'm tapping my... Uh, wrist watchless wrist like niggas niggas gonna need to go to sleep at some point so and it's 19 songs so uh, 19 I'm, I, I don't I have it was that much I, I want to say first off this album's too long it, it it absolutely is but I'm gonna let y'all roll too long yep I got my bars like, but stop I'm gonna let y'all roll stop trying to gain fucking Spotify of these long ass albums that nobody gives a fuck about please this is for musicians so in much general much less Nikki it's so much anger I love it I could cook my Korean noodles with all of this anger that y'all got. Like, I could boil some water with this anger. So, here we go. <laughs> track number one is God. I'm, I'm going to say the track name. I'm going to read my one line that I put for my description of how I felt. And I'm just going to let y'all go. Um, track number one, Ganja Burns, uh, Sink the Islands, please. I wrote no. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote no in uh, a capital N and a capital O. <laughs> um, I was already legit ready to tap out on God to Burns because I got bored. Production no. was fine. I got fucking bored. I don't, like I don't like singing Nikki. Gondra I, I Burns, don't. No. Burns. Well, I don't like no Nikki's pretty much, but this is I mean, this is this is like this sounds like a pop single, like this uh, automatically by default. And I think I I don't know why I read that she freestyled like half of it or a percentage of it, made it even was like, bitch, did you really? This is the beginning of the horrible hooks we're going to be hearing on this. And album. it's too long. It's four minutes it's and fifty four seconds long. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just too long for Nikki because, you know, 
Kendrick can do a 16 minute song and nobody like blinks an eye at it. We're just like, damn, that was short. But she does a full minute, 50 minutes. So it's like, nigga, that's too long. Hell, Frank Ocean can do a 10 minute song and everybody's he like, does. amazing. He does. He does it really He probably has. Yeah, isn't like Pyramids. Oh, yeah, like I almost... say Pyramids is, is a smooth 10 minute yeah. song. That I'm going to say, real life Kendrick is like 10 minutes. And I was fine with it. Yeah. Um, track number two is Majesty. It features Eminem and Labyrinth. And um, who's Labyrinth? I, uh, I don't know, but can Eminem go back away? Is that what you wrote? Yeah. That's what I wrote. Can Eminem? I'm a bit go back mad away? that Eminem spit better on this than his entire last album. Did he? Yeah, but that's yeah, he did. But it's, it's, it's still not great. But he spit better on this than his entire last album because that was a god awful piece of shit too. Mm-hmm. I, I just... wrote. Oh no, go ahead, Deidre. No, just I just don't remember his verse. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I wrote not a fan. This is definitely an Eminem beat. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, it's true. produced by Eminem and Labyrinth. Yep, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. And I think she said some bullshit. She said, "I'm thicker than peanut butter." He's nothing like skimpy. Mm-hmm. She did. <laughs> I'm glad you said the line before I could. Thank you. It's Bars. a perfect example. Of- Sorry, go ahead. No, I said I just remember that trash ass line. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Bars. Skip. This is a perfect <laughs> example of a rapidly rap song where you don't care about what they're rapidly rapping about. Which is most of the time like, oh, on this album. Yeah. I hear different flows and this is cool, but do I care about what you're saying? And y'all are like trying to claim to be kings and queens of this shit? No, Eminem no. definitely went into his full. I'm a little bit about it. They got a bit of And it's like, nigga, if you don't get that LMG flow to fuck up out of here, bro. Like, nobody should Also, this is another PR stunt with no payoff because remember, she was in the news for allegedly dating Eminem. I'm like, girl. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that shit. I'm going to it from my brain. I didn't want to bring yeah. it up. So, so track that was a big zero. Yeah. Track number three is called Barbie Dreams. And I wrote, it's a blend of 50 Cent's How to Rob, but about giving away pussy, and Biggie that was clearly made in the armpits of hell. <laughs> it is produced by Mel and Muss and Ringo. Who, I don't know who I don't know who the fuck those niggas are. Does, mm. does production mean just pretty much taking the beat from um, Biggie's dreams and rhyming over it? Because that's what that production was. It's exactly yeah, it was. It I don't know how they got a production. There was no, them. there was no flip of the song at all, beat wise. Yeah. Also, like, um, why is she tolerable? Going at that's the nicest thing I can say. It's but but is exists. it why why is she going at everybody, like everybody? She even like even she, homophobic. Like when she talked about Young Thug, she couldn't fuck with him because she caught this yeah. nigga trying on her clothes. Like what? Is, what is going on right now? Why is she attacking I, everybody? I wrote a note about that. I wrote like I kind of liked it. I was like, but I felt like some of the lyrics were outdated. And I put as an example that Young Thug dress line. Like, bro, we're off those jokes. We're been off those jokes, and they're not okay. I agree with you. I just, I, I just think it's. Just... I mean, it's, and I got a hearty chuckle too because when I remember when I guess it was one of the songs that was premiered before the whole album dropped, and I saw all these teeny boppers. You could tell they're young talking about, oh, she's just joking. Y'all are taking this too serious. Like you know, you're taking this too seriously. This is like a great. You know, um, this is just a fun song. Like, bitch, uh, we know who the fuck Biggie is. Like, I mean, and then the gag hole, the gag is even your, the people that you don't like called Little Kim did a remix of it. So 
Mm-hmm. We know what the fuck this is. You don't have to explain shit. Just explain why she's copying again somebody else. It's a jiggity 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 jack. So it was funny to me because it's one of those joints. I understand. Like I saw people legitimately like, oh my gosh, she's dissing her. But I'm like, no, she's just literally doing what Biggie did and replacing it with modern day names. But it's not even like the she way Biggie did it. And it's not done with any type of passion. No, the way Biggie did like, it was original. There. And it was like, you know, he's joking. She doesn't sound like she's joking with the stuff she's saying here. Like she sounds like she's actively trying to add to her list of enemies. Did and she... it's old because she talked about Karuchi uh, and Quavo. I was like, you know, what was that, that about? Was? I was like, why did she even bring up Karuchi's name? Like, what? Like, y'all leave Kimikachi alone. Quavo, you know the whole thing about Quavo and her. I guess. I, 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 but I'm like, Karuchi got a whole fine ass man as a boyfriend. She's so unbothered. Like, that's not. Yeah, because she's she's, she's she's chilling in claws right now. She's living her best fucking life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw her on a television show, test driving hundred thousand dollar cars. Uh, she's doing just fine. So <laughs> now, and I'm not lying about this. Um, let's see. I was like, damn, that's Karuchi. Shit. Good, for good her. job, girl. And TNT got her on lockdown, so you know, good for her. Nails. Oh yeah, Claus is funny. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, her and Nisi Nash are chilling. She's living quite fine without Chris Brown and Nicki Minaj's little boot, bootleg side disses. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Rich Sex, featuring Little Wayne. Still trash. Yeah, I wrote, I didn't like it when it was pre-release. Still don't like it. That's what I wrote. Calm down, guys. It's, it went one-ply toilet paper for a reason, yo. It's, it's just Reed. not good. They could not wait to explode with this anger. It is produced by Jay Reed and Big Juice, which is a name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, I play basketball with a nigga named Lunch Meat, and sometimes we try to figure out why they be letting <laughs> people do this to them. <laughs> okay, uh, Paul. <laughs> you play ball with a nigga named Lunch Meat. I did. And nobody Oh, everybody called him lunch meat though. Right. And he was cool with it. Like it was okay. Um Yeah. Uh I wrote down why is Wheezy Jack and Kendrick's humble, but the beat is fire. That's all I got. Mm. It's mm, yeah. No. Um, right. It's just all of us now. Like <laughs> all of us to know. Little uh Wayne is a no. Who's another person that is doing a swift downfall as well? But uh at one point, you heard Lil Wayne every fucking where. Like, now he's just like bits and pieces of struggle. Wheezy. He's mm-hmm. we- Wheezy Wheezing. Uh, <laughs> he won- <laughs> Let's see. Um, uh, he won a cut like trim. I turned Stefan into Urkel. Yellow Brick Road. He said, I'm a whiz at it. He said, oh, "This I think this is the next song." But uh, uh, he said, "Baby, every day I'm we balling." I said, "Swish, swish." Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm. Okay. But she wrote. Y'all remember now? She writes all her all her bars. Insert prices right losing horn here, because no. Let's see. I gotta say, Nikki gotta be in the running for like the worst basketball metaphors and rap tracks. They're never good. I could I name hate- another artist, but I won't because this is not a bash fest. For other rappers that are women, so I'm just not going to go there. And I know if I say this name, Deidre will not be able to hold back whatever comment is in the trigger ready, is cock loaded and ready to fly out. So I'm just not gonna say anything. <laughs> what? No, no, no. You're not gonna. You're not gonna trick me into that. Mm-mm. 
Number See, now I'm curious. I'm, yeah, I'm I am curious. Yeah, that was definitely not like a stab at like, oh, women can't rap about basketball because that's not the case at all. No. It's just their her metaphors aren't good. Because she doesn't understand the sport. And yeah. just, <laughs> the same way she doesn't understand Chun Lee. Like, literally, her fans yes. on Twitter was like, I don't know what the fuck a Chun Lee is, but this song is fire. And I was like, all y'all need to be burned. <laughs> <laughs> Chun Lee is way more famous than Nicki Minaj. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. And for more legitimate reason too, as we see. And for real. Did you did you see the the official like Street Fighter Twitter account like tweeted uh give a twin Chung Lee when the out when the song came out? I was like, y'all don't have to do this. You don't want to. No, you don't. <laughs> and it's weird because Chung Lee's thigh meat is still realer than Nicki Minaj's as a cartoon character. So that's mm-hmm. just crazy, right? Um You're saying that pixels are realer than Nicki Minaj. That is a fucking sad statement. So. Yes. It's true. true. Yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> no, it's just that that just blows me. <laughs> Track number five. Somebody should have blew on this album. Track number five is Hard White. And mm-hmm. I wrote Okay. okay. Fucking mind. I, look, mm-hmm. I ain't moving go, weight, but I'm in a dope position. Nigga, I wrote that down. I wrote that fucking down. I was down. so fucking mad when I heard that track. I like literally had to write that down when I was reviewing it. Like, no. I wrote I, that shit I, down. I can't. I'm done. I just was like, I can't believe she said that. Like, I can't fucking believe. And I wrote for this, okay, uh, Post Minaj, because she straight up is Jack and Post Malone all over this shit. And the fact that it's called Hard White just makes it right. even more weird that she's still in This would have been a great future track. Actually, the track Ill with mind. Future on it is a great future track, but we haven't gotten there yet. So, Ill mind. <laughs> um, God. Uh, he said, babe, yeah, I did the switch switch. I'm the trophy of the game. Everybody trying to win me. Got these bitches shook. They shocked. No stun gun. Look at my knockoffs. I told him, knock it off. He say, I'm the goat. Yeah, the Billy on you. That doesn't make fucking sense. That's logically unsound. <laughs> so, but guys, she writes all of her own bars, so this is fire. She's a lyrical right? type. You gotta accept this. She's a lyrical. She titan. always said she could rap. Always thought she could rap better than niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christmas presents. Broken lettuce, meat, and tomatoes. Stories and fibs. Okay. Um. Bed, <laughs> featuring Ariana oh, Grande. Lord. I just put no. Horny but tolerable. I put no. I didn't. I couldn't tolerate any of this shit. I put no. This song is a is literally a teeny bob Ariana Grande song. It's very painful. And Ariana Grande is a legal adult, so I'm not mad at it. But every time she sings sexual, like sensual songs, it makes me uncomfortable. Me too. She's another she has one. Hot ass ponytail still, like in her twenties. I mean, her. That's why her and Nicki are so best friends because just like Brandon said, like Nicki wants to talk in this under. I'm I'm under the age of fifteen voice and shit. So does Ariana Grande. She gets off on the fact that I really look like I am illegal. But I'm talking about, you know, fucking all night and 10-inch dicks that my boyfriend has. Uh, okay. She mm. definitely does it on Twitter. Mm. Forced pop vibes. Yeah, I wrote, I I get what it is trying to do, but I don't like it. Mm. It is not sexy at all, but I'm also almost 40, so. Um. Let's see. Track number seven is Thought I knew you, and I wrote, "If the weekend is on the song, you can stop singing now." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I write? And you know what I listen? I 
listen, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm not a big weekend fan. I feel like he sounds like a yodeling ghost. I've always felt like yeah, that. Yeah. Goodbye. Yodeling ghost. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. A, I mean, a great description and be <laughs> a great band name for somebody. <laughs> He's always sound like that for me. And so I've never been a weekend fan, but what I wrote was I like the beat and I even like the weekend appearance. Honestly, the week the weekend should take this beat and use it however he wants without Nikki. <laughs> Is what I wrote. The weekend and SZA would be great on this track. That would be good. I would not know. Like, yeah. this is a Sister Jack move to me. Like, if she was on there, I would probably be all about it because the intonation and everything feels Sister esque But Nikki, Nikki's it up. And here we are. I really it's tolerable song, because she's on it. Yeah. Okay. The production is not bad. It's not. I, this is what I'm saying. Like, if The weekend was like, you know what? I, let's do a do-over. I want this track by myself. No you on it. I wouldn't be upset. I really wouldn't. It would be a ghastly yodel, as you uh, put out here in the streets. Uh, look, Abel is more able without her. So let's yeah. see. Uh, number no! eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I uh, amaze myself with my slander. Number eight, Run and Hide, is produced by Rex Kudo and Seven Thomas. And I wrote, Beat is Dope? Question mark. It's an interesting production. Otherwise, the shit doesn't exist for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I I wrote forgettable. I like to be, it's a little alternative R&B that, you know, I always like, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I thought I knew you. Ha, 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 ha. I guess I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Such deep, deep bars, you guys. Um, Bitch, I'm the sauce. Barbie dipping. Um, curve niggas like they arm in a sling. Which I just want to point this out at this point. Nicki Minaj needs to go back to English remedial tries 101 and learn what the fuck a metaphor and a simile are because she does not know how to them. <laughs> I can't. Um maybe I feel I kind of like throughout this whole process as you reading these rides uh rhymes Brenda, I kind of feel like I was in a coma when I was listening to this. So I'm like, I don't remember any of these lyrics at all. I have a knack for this. So the first thing I heard, <laughs> the first thing I heard when listening to these albums was these bars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of bloods. What you think they in the cut for? Nope. <sighs> <sighs> That's zero out of zero, kid. <laughs> wait, wait, which song? This is the Chun Sway. I, I, no, no, no. I'm just reading random ones right now, but I actually think that line. <laughs> I actually think that one is okay, from Nip Talk. I, I need to talk about Chun Sway when we get into this. No, no, we're getting into I it now. Too. We're getting into it now. Um, Number nine is Chun Sway. It is produced by Metro Boomin, and I wrote Sway Lee and Metro are fucking amazing. Nikki yeah. is just swish, swish, God. Like before you spit that shit out your mouth. I want to know why this song is six goddamn minutes. Because because Chun Sway, because Sway Lee and Metro Boomin are fucking amazing. That's yeah, why. that beat is fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because the beat is fire. I like Nigga, the Sway, hook is fire. But yes, yeah, yeah, like, like like the joint is cool on that level, but this shit was literally like the magnum opus of her album. 
It is six long goddamn minutes. But it's good. And like, then a good minute of it is her just shouting out random niggas. It's actually not like, though. It's, what are you doing? It's mostly Ch- it's mostly Sway Lee singing. Like he is he is just fucking amazing. And that kid like, can I, do no wrong. But see, that's my thing. I'm like, I like Sway, I like Metro, but A is too long and B, Nikki does jack shit on this track, which makes yeah. it feel all six True. minutes to me. And that just had me really goddamn mad when I was sitting down. Cool. I'm like, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, okay. We got Sway, Sway swaying it up. Metro's metroing it up. And Nikki just is just some bitch who exists in the studio who stretches out the song longer than it should be. If it was a solo Sway track, I'd be fucking Oh, with my it. God. Like, I, I just remember she said one the line, uh, a lot of bloods, what do you think they're in the cut for? That's what I wrote. I just said that a while ago. Yeah. yeah. That's line. horrible. Oh yeah, it's amazingly bad. <laughs> like I love it. I love that it's like this, that's our smartest this bar. Been Memphis, this should have been like how Memphis Bleak had Jay Z do a whole song on his album, and he yeah. didn't appear on it. Summer. This should have been that track on Nicki Minaj's album. True. She didn't need yeah. to be on there. People would have still rocked it. She would have still got you know song credit or whatever. She ruined this shit she by being did. a lazy hoe. Ma'am, you have called her out her name like five times in the last five seconds. Hey, I mean, you asked me to do a review, bro. I'd be honest. I did. So, mm-hmm. I Good job, Metro. Oh, beat is so amazing. Shout out to Young Metro. He earned his money. Man. Yeah, I uh, I wrote, this is a waste of uh, Sway Lee and Metro-like uh, appearance. Because I agree with you. I think both of them are really done well. But I was like... Again, y'all could if you wanted to take this and use it somewhere else, I wouldn't be upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote, I'm tired of Nikki referring her to herself as Chun. Nigga. Like she did for the next yeah. song. For the next song. <laughs> she was getting you ready. And if she was smart, well, if she's mm, not. If. Um, if 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 a smart artist or musician, like this could have been a great like beat flip. And you know, going to like the next song. It could have just been an interlude. Honestly, I thought this should have been at the end of the album because she starts calling to your point, uh, uh, like Fusion. She started calling out random names, like saying like shout outs to. I was like, is this the end of the album? Like it could have been the end. I can't wait till we get to the end of this album, y'all. I swear to God, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Okay, so track. What what number are we on? Track number. 10. We have nine more to go Track after this. Too much. Track number 10 is Chun Li. And I wrote down for Chun Li Dope Beat, okay, Nikki, okay, Hook. Wasn't a hit though. I don't, I honestly, I don't like none of the, I don't like the song at all. Like, I don't like the beat. I don't like none of the song. Like, I thought it was corny as fuck. I just think and it's it made a- it even worse. Like, when I did, just like when y'all referenced how she botched the SNL. Um, she. I was like, you look horrible. I just think you it's know, a great horrible. representation of Nicki Minaj. I think Chun Li is absolutely her, two hundred and twenty percent Nicki Minaj. Like Monster, which people try to sell mm-hmm. is Nicki Minaj, is not Nicki Minaj. It's Kanye, but Chun Li is Nicki Minaj. She said, like, did she say, uh, bitch, you've been corn or been on? Like, what is the core? Bitch, I'm like, been on. The, the rip on. The no, on. ning on. The, the men on. The, the ning on. Like, I'm so, this is so hard. Oh, th- I'm sorry. This is this is something that has been irritating me. 
She says he keeps on dialing Nikki like the Prince song. Since the Prince song is called Darling Nikki, not Dialing Nikki. It's that's, been irritating me. That's called a slant. All of this time. It's called a slant rhyme, Joy. Rappers no, have been doing, doing it this. for a while. They've been and, doing and, it for a while. And I repeat yeah, if this again. Hmm? If your metaphors are subpar, you're not allowed to go to level two and do slant rhyme. And I'm going to repeat this again. It is 2018. We have Netflix and Hulu documentaries now. What we don't need to do is keep doing the Tony Montana shit. Yo, the pain in the ass shit is so oh, fucking yeah, played yeah, out. Like, so like Jay-Z doesn't have pain in the ass on his album since like 2004. Yeah. So what the fuck are we still doing the, you know, hey, I'm the bad guy shit? Bruh. Nigga, settle down, watch Cocaine Cowboys or something, and find some new influences. Like, that shit is like completely horrid, and it was unnecessary to put into the song. Like, I think the beat is cool for it, but it just comes off really corny, and the hook is just again, oh, man. The hook. Like, um, she needs, she needs, she needs somebody to write these hooks because that hook was horrible. Let's see. Hey, yo, I've been on, bitch. You been corn, Bentley tense on, Fendi Prince on. Oh, girl. I mean, uh, I've been mm-hmm. storm. X Men been formed. He keep on dialing Nikki like the Prince song. I I I've been on, bitch. You been corn. Bentley tense on, Fendi Prince on, yo, I been north, Laura Bencroft, plates say Chung Lee, drop the bins off. She literally just said nothing. X-Men been formed. Mm-hmm, what does I been north, Laura? What I the mean, fuck does that mean? She doesn't have a team. I, north? I don't, I'm not understanding that. I, uh, she flies high like Laura it- Croft? I don't know. This this is literally word salad. No, she doesn't. Hook, she doesn't. No. Maybe she said Laura Bencroft to to combine it because it's like two popular video games, like Chun Li with Street Fighter and Laura Croft with Tomb Raider. I don't know. So what does the North part? Like <laughs> that part that that no damn sense. What does That's, I did North mean? Listen, Deidre, I don't speak Nikki Lee's. Like I can't. <laughs> this is the limit. But this is a solo track. Is she talking about X Men been formed? This is not a posse track and she put that line in <laughs> what well, she also said i storm i was like girl oh my God. fuck her for this tired ass like, shit like, like this lazy ass lazy ass word salad bullshit get hey, some, yo. some better nigga to write uh, your shit girl okay when do y'all take over going through the tracks i'll be right back okay so the next oh. track should be <laughs> All right, we went through Chung Lee, right? Okay, so the next track should be LLC. Uh, what I wrote was actually quietly, uh, like LLC is one of my favorites. I think the beat uh-huh. ain't great, but I think the chorus is mad catchy because I caught myself like on the way to work being like, I just took her name and told her bitch LLC. Like I caught myself doing it, so I was like, I, I think the beat, I think the chorus is catchy. It's probably the mm-hmm. one of the better choruses that she's done, but that beat is not the best. This is literally the only song I remotely like on the um, album. Like, it's catchy. Like, you could be in the club. I can see people doing a bop to it, doing the hook, and all of that. I think this is the track she has the most energy on. And for what we're doing on the track, I think it meshes well. It's not the best beat, but it actually seems like a more natural fit for her. So if she pushes it, pushes it as a single, I think it'll work. Otherwise, I mean... Yeah, this it's literally the best track she did on here, and we're like over ten tracks in for me. Yeah, I would say like, and also I, uh, it's definitely like a, uh, like classic Nikki beat. Like she loves her like a slow down beat. 
and then it does that double clap time on it. Mm-hmm. She loves beats like that. So I was like, it's definitely a classic Nikki beat. Yeah, it's not like, bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. Especially yeah, like all I these could... other ones have been trash. Like weirdly enough, I look at this, I'm like, why didn't y'all push this as a single? I think that would have got way more excitement. That makes from so his than what she did. That's why. Yeah. Well, maybe because it, it, it definitely gives me uh, like Cardi hate vibes, like the chorus itself. I just took her name and made a bitch of LLC. But that to me would be why I would push it. Where it's just like, oh shit, she's kind of semi going at homegirl. Plus, this beat is actually a semi bop, and homegirl actually seems to be into it, unlike literally over 10 plus tracks in this album. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't it's agree. cool. It does sound like she she had coffee right before she. Like she had an energy drink, some matcha green tea, something. She was a little more into it. And I was like, oh, you're actually into it. Too bad it took this goddamn long for me to feel that way. Yeah. Mm. Really attractive. All right, next track is Good Form. Now, it's- I will say for me, this would probably be the song. That I, if I had to choose a song that I like, that I can, you know, tone out Nikki, whatever the fuck she's saying, and like production wise, this would be the one. Yeah, I wrote, I had three like personal favorite songs. One was LLC, but the second one was Good For Him. I did like Good For Him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be the outlier on this. I hate this song because it sounds like a Murder Inc. leftovers studio joint. <laughs> There's too much fucking shit going on. There's too much shit going on with the production for me. Like, it's just too many goddamn sounds. It's like early Neptunes and early, like, that particular era of 90s. We just threw all the sounds into, like, the mix board. It was like, we're going to make it happen. Like, I don't believe she was bad on the song, but I just got too distracted on it. Well, the producer is, uh, the producers are air drummers, I think. So that, that, that's. Oh, yeah. It's Mike Will, honey. Like, this, this is a little bob. Like, I mean, I could hear this at the club and people doing like a little cute little dance to it. So. Oh, no. Yeah. You're right. It was not, uh, air drum. It was definitely Mike Will made it. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. And side note on this, on, I wrote down the lyric a bitch get more pressed than the keypad. Oh, great. Great, great, great. You know, straight face emoji. No, I can't. I can't do that. I, she said, I, I think this was the same song. She said some shit about having a baby and yelling, and the nurses are yelling, push. Some, I, I, like I said, I tune her out. You have like, to. Because <laughs> the beat to. is fire. The beat is fire, dog. Like, you have to tune her out. <laughs> the best way to enjoy it. Oh man, jeez! I didn't know about that pushing. The... <laughs> That's too much. Okay, I didn't even think about that. Bit. We got six oh. more songs to go, guys. Jesus. My okay. God. All right. Next track <laughs> is Nip Tuck, which I wrote. This feels fake personal. <laughs> this song is such a simp song. Like, do women have like simp songs when you're trying to be strong? Yeah, that's exactly what this feels like to me. This is an extreme simp song, and it just really irritated the fuck out. I mean. So this one was definitely one I tuned out. So is she admitting to all her stuff or is this supposed to be a quote unquote metaphor for something else? Yeah, I think I thought it was more I felt like and correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't this more like a breakup song? Like cutting cutting dudes out of out of your life because after it is the too lit too late interlude. 
So I thought it, it was feels like a cutting Vegas Idol song, but it was just so dry to me. Like I don't it know, it just felt like a bad simp song, and yeah, I don't like simp songs in general. That's my personal thing, but it was just extremely badly executed one. Uh, I I'm gonna be honest. I've never thought that like Nikki excels in like the "Let Me Talk to You, Ladies" song. I don't think that that's her. I don't think that that's her strength, but at all. Never. Mm-hmm. Will never be. I'm not listening. I'm not getting like empowerment advice from her. We'll never. Yeah. So she just shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I she honestly can't don't empower, She can't empower her own fucking self. So why in the world would I listen to her? And that's just one because it's like you know, I, female rappers should have their own space to do their own thing and however they see fit. But like as mm-hmm. a woman who likes hip hop and, and enjoys hip hop, but also like loves and wants more you know mainstream female rappers who are getting accolades hey like mm-hmm. that is a demo that's a legitimate demo of like the breakup song like even um and i don't want to do the comparison all the time but even cardi did the what is it through your phone like the very yeah. that, that felt like a personal enough song right whether or not she wrote it i don't really care but i felt it through her delivery that she meant it Okay. Um, and maybe that's my thing. It felt like a real joint to me when you talk about Cardi's joint. Yeah. This just felt like, um, okay, I got to do one of these songs that makes me sound sentiment and sad so I can identify with yeah. the norm or whatever. And I just, I don't know. It just really turned me off. Hey, what's that? That's song how I felt on? too. What song are y'all on? We're on Nip Tuck. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, let me see. Let me, <laughs> let me get, let me get caught up real quick. Um, LLC is laziest fucking hook ever. I heard oh, y'all. I liked the hook. Mm. <laughs> I actually liked the, it's, I liked the It's song. literally the best song to me. Yeah. We all agree. Like, we were like that. I, it was, I had like three songs that I was like, I can rock with this. One of them was LLC. I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Brandon sorry, got silent dude. on us. We were like, hmm, no. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did he drop? We could we could skip. Say, uh, did he drop or he's still with us? Is it the shot that 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 paused? I'm still here. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> we were like, is he still with? Okay. Uh, we were like, like oh, holy shit. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, good form? He must have liked it. <laughs> I'm gonna say we got silence again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I think he's like amazing it. right now. <laughs> he used it for our podcast yesterday, so um, to open up with it. I mean, not for the lyrics, clearly, but <laughs> I'm sure right, so, production-wise. Okay, well, yeah, no, it's Mike Will, so I get it. All right, we're gonna go back to we did Nip Tuck already. Let's just go to the. I mean, do we need to go over the too late, too late interlude? It's an interlude, but whatever. We it didn't need That's to be there. God awful. Yeah, it didn't need to be there. Yeah, I think I clicked this one. Like, mm. Mm. I literally just wrote down "bitch why." All right, my bad, y'all. <clears throat> it, it comes with the job territory stuff. Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. We were just talking. We we were talking about Nip uh, uh, Tuck. We were asking you about good form. You were asking me a question. What was the question that you asked me? How did you feel about How did you feel about good form? 
I think good form is very representative of Nikki, but I also think it's annoying as shit. And somebody quoted one of the lines that I wrote down. And I think I wrote, is there anything we've heard this year that she hasn't tried to do on this album yet? Like she's just jacking shit from other people and it's all over this song. Yeah. We all, I, we also like good for <laughs> So Yeah, I, I said I the beat I love. I don't I can't tell you what she's pretty much said besides that got off a line. Yeah. About that was, yeah. That was pretty babies and the nurse yelling push. Um, let me yeah. catch these lines. I'm up. out Lear. I don't like that joint. I don't like it either. Um, let me see. She said, Swish swish. I'm just getting my carry on. Niggas on gas, mm-hmm. niggas, niggas on gas on the really you was I pumped them straight trash. Yes, I dumped them. Sure, Nikki. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that's okay. said. She said, uh, I think she was saying that niggas is gassed on the really yo. I pumped them straight trash. I dumped them. That's what she was saying. Sure. Uh, sure. Um, okay. Sure. I guess. In good form, sure. she says, a bitch got more press than a keypad, which I think Mary said. And she also said, a bitch got more coins than a game room. She also said, I pull the strings like a tea bag. Yes! That's bad. And I, I feel like this line is inappropriate, especially given today. Even though I know she wrote it a while ago, it's inappropriate for all of today. Miss Aretha, I think I just passed her. <gasps> oh no. Shit. Well, well, no 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 well, I remember well, that lyric. Well goddamn that hurts my feelings today. Yeah, I do remember that lyric. Oh wow. wow. Motherfucker. Wow, yeah. But she I remember when the she when she did pass Aretha Franklin and whatever stat and she was talking about it on Instagram. I do remember that vividly. Yes. Wow. Ooh, that did not age well, sis. Hey, no, listen, it's no, it's no. on it's on the internet, so you delete it if you can. And it's extra funny too because uh, they have that um, like because you know Aretha was the queen of shade, and she they like asked about Nicki Minaj. She said, mm, "Next question." <laughs> she did great gowns, beautiful gowns. Mm-hmm. Classic quote from Aretha. R.I.P. Oh man. All right, okay, so we went through good form. We we talked about Nick Tuck and how we felt it was like fake personal. Um, and there was, it was just not a lot, of, there's no heart in it. What do you think? Um, What did I write for Nip Tuck? I'm assuming this is her Rihanna Taylor song. Don't do Rihanna like that. I said, mm-hmm. Rih- I said Rihanna Taylor. So maybe, no, Rihanna and Taylor. Tiana Taylor. Yeah, like Taylor Swift. No, no, like Tiana Taylor. Oh, I, this okay. is her. That's an I, thought meant, I thought she meant Taylor Swift. That's why I was like, don't do No, Rihanna. no, no. This is her Rihanna and her Tiana Taylor song, but I called it Rihanna Taylor. Okay. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of it either. All right, now we're, we should be caught up. Last one after this one, we'll be caught up with you, Brandon. So it was the too lit, too late interlude, which I think we all agreed was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, too lit, too late sounds like um, leftover starships. So yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. And I think the dude that did it probably, I think he did starships. That makes that sense. I think the starships is so much better than that, though. God, <laughs> it's it's 
that was a horrid it's a horrid pop song but it's a really well crafted pop song this was just mm, i don't know yeah all right well so caught up now i mean do you want to take the lead you want to take the lead again brandon nope keep going you're doing a great job oh thanks (laughs) um next track is come see about me which i wrote also no thanks didn't uh party next door have a song of the same caliber yeah it was uh come and see me which is a much better song (laughs) there are so many great songs that have that title of come see about me and this is not one of them this feels like something that's like some lightweight country music award shit and i just couldn't fuck with it it just sounded like it was trying to be pop yet modern day country and i'm not really big on manad singy type of joints anyway but this was just bad mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't it wasn't good it was another nigga y track and then again, you know, what what number track is this? 15 already attention span is like oh, this shit's still going? Like <laughs> it's it's too long. Like it's already struggle songs already, but the fact that you're going to give pretty much 19 tracks of struggle, I'm already I I've been tuning out already. I'm really tuning out now. Yeah. Brandon, mm-hmm. you got anything to add? Um, yeah, for, for, for come see about me, I wrote, um, if Nikki tried to drake a song onto the charts, this is it. But even her pop ballads sound like hand-me-downs. So. Yeah. But fair. It's fair. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's out of bounds. Mm-hmm. All right. Next track is Sir with Future. Mm-hmm. Um, yay future. With the I was two, so happy to hear that Negro. I don't know what to do. With the two greatest producers, Metro Boomin and Zaytoven. Oh God. yes. Listen, Zaytoven, the hands of Christ. And yes, you. yes. Much. Still plays organ on church every Sunday in Atlanta. Ah, uh, and it <laughs> makes me sad because I wrote this is a lazy song. <laughs> But why like, would you give your best for her to trash it? I don't blame them. This would have been a fine solo future song. It absolutely is a future song. It's a future song. I was song. so just ready for this to be future. It is Again, future. Again, this, this is another Memphis Bleak situation that should have been where just they're like, why is your ass even on here? Just have him do his shit. Like, but she's on here to steal his flow with him on the song. That's what kills me. Because, like, I wrote Dope Beat Future didn't have to do that to Nikki, though. And by that, I mean, he did not have to come behind her and show her how you do Future properly. And that's exactly what he did. He did the exact same rhyme pattern that she does in and everything with Sir, but he shows you why Future is good at it and why she's fucking terrible at jacking people's styles. Even when they're on the track with her, she can't get coached properly. No doubt. Like, this was just, this would have been great on the Superfly soundtrack with Future by himself. Oh, I would have rocked and rolled with this. That really does not sound like a compliment, but I, it might be towards future. It is towards future because I actually like the Superfly soundtrack with um the future songs on it. Because that, like, if you okay, like future, you'll, you'll you'll like that soundtrack. So okay. Like 
That's fair. That's fair. Um, um like see. for me, I'm like future. Yeah, it's breaking up this nonsense and shenanigans we've been hearing for about fifteen fucking tracks. But then she can't even imitate him right. So uh, I just remember she said uh ass shots with no chaser. Nigga, why you do that? Why you do that? Why you take my I remember that line. Why you that struggle line. So now I can't say that one. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um stay in some fresh prints, Ashley Banks, sir. I'm the bell of the ball. You could call me Patty. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, fast little bitches, but of course, I'm the quickest. Ain't cough one time, but I'm the sickest. Um, Ask LL. I'm doing it. No, 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 no. Wompwomp.com. So let's go. That one really affected my spirit. I don't know why. Oh. Mm. That wasn't it. All right, we're going to move on to the next track. Uh, Miami, uh, produced by Murder Beats. I remember I told y'all I had three songs that I thought I, I could keep. One of them was LLC, the other one was Good Form. Miami was my third one. Let the Tony Montana accent go. Stop it. Stop that shit. That's my review. Otherwise, it was okay. There's another one that he she was energized on too, as you said, Fusion. Like she she sounded like she had a coffee on this one too. She had a semi half decaf on this song. That's probably why I'm like I can tolerate it. It's like, huh, you seem like you semi-care. I think I'm in agreement with you guys. For this, I wrote down 200% Nicki Minaj, and yet she still can't do a whole album with this same energy. (laughs) That's what I wrote. This is also, uh, I did a count of the, with just in the first chorus, how many pill names of different pills she mentioned. Uh, I had Perks, Zannies, and Molly's. And I was like, I wrote in my notes, has she done that before? Like, talked a lot about pills. Um, yeah, she always talking about pill popping. She had that tune not terribly long ago that was, like, literally about her yammering about pills. Oh, okay. Might have been named pills. Some yeah, shit. she had she had pills and potions as a song. But pills and always- about popping some shit. I was gonna say, but Pills and Potions was always a song where I was just like, I don't understand why this song is named Pills and Potions. So like, <laughs> that's that's why I never counted. What are we on? Oh. What are we on now? We're on uh we're, we're oh, the trash song with oh, uh Bumble Foxy Brown. Well, oh my on. god. So okay. we were in Coco Chanel produced by Jay Beats, and I wrote in all caps. Who did this to Foxy with three ex- uh, with three exclamation points and three question marks? Um, herself, okay. ma'am. She did this to herself. I know, I know, but because, I'm just like, why? You know, okay. it's funny because as soon as you remember, she had that second album and she kind of did more like Caribbean shit and she was da- mm-hmm. dating uh that dude. I forgot his name. I like that second um, album too. It was actually okay. What? She was like, what, was Sizzler or somebody at that time? Yeah, she was dating Sizzler. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. she was dating. Oh, no, like, back then, yeah, those songs were fire. 
But like, like ever since then, she this has pretty much been her. Like, does everybody remember back in the late '90s when Def Jam had that Def Jamaica compilation? Yeah, yeah. where they had all the rap cats doing the shit over dancehall beats. That's what this reminded me of, but not in a good way. Cause I'm just here, like, oh, okay, we just pulled one of them joints from the lab, and um, I mean, Foxy, Foxy, it was okay, but weirdly enough, Nicki Minaj had it so artificial on this to me. It just had me feel awkward. She did because she had to pretend like she liked someone for for the first time on a track. Oh shit! <laughs> she did. She absolutely like. I was like, I like. Foxy does not sound good on this track. She doesn't. She does not. But Foxy no. as as a as a female rapper definitely had impact. So I would think that there would be a little bit more enthusiasm on the track. Nikki just didn't sound like she didn't want to be there. It found the 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 feature itself sounded forced. Um. So, hmm. I agree, and at the same time, I feel like this is exactly what a rapper sounds like right before they have a stroke in the booth. No, no, no. Exactly. Already, no, 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 You know what? I think that girl. She sounded awkward, but I can't diss her. Nikki just sounded. So nonplussed on it, no, aside the fact that there's too much shit going on on beat. Didn't Foxy really have a stroke? <laughs> did she? I, I don't think know. she really did have a stroke. She, she had some whole shit, I think. I don't know if it was a stroke. Okay, seriously. Did she though. go deaf in one ear? She did. Yes. She oh, did. Yeah, she deaf in one ear. I know that shit. Yeah. Now, here's my serious question, though. I, I wow. did have a serious question. <laughs> um, Why Nikki ain't let Foxy Brown have some water before spitting her verse? <gasps> Oh. What you won't do? Like she he even hauled that verse out, y'all. What you won't do? <laughs> okay. And you know what that made me the most mad is that I, oh I sat and listened to the whole album, right? And I saw the track listing, and I actually was like, okay, I was at least intrigued. Of okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a shot. It's like I like Foxy. I I I I, I guess Nikki's making an effort to. <laughs> incorporate female rappers and being like, yo, you know, she's always like mentioned that she's a Foxy fan. Cool. All right, I'm here. And then that track, like that verse came out and I was just like, oh, oh no. Your optimism is adorable. Um, I tried. I really tried. Like, I was like, you know what? Like, I love, I could love a good comeback story. I really do. No. So I really tried. Mm-mm. Uh, I, Mars, I got like I, three. I feel the same because I was curious. Why? I didn't know what it said. Like, oh, because you know what? Like, hey, I haven't seen Foxy on join in a minute, so I kind of expected a Caribbean flavor joint. Yes. So I was like, this might be at least okay. But no, we went into the Nori vaults and got some shit from 1998 so that had too much going on. And then both of them were just like, some niggas that existed on the track, and it was just not. But you cool know, to me. but you, there's like video evidence that Foxy can't do this no more. There's video evidence from like the last right. two years but, but, of but her I, performing. But I want to try to be, I want to try to be enthused. No, don't give her. I do, we, we, we do get surprises in the hip hop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend Fusion because listen, I, I was right with her because I felt like it was home court advantage. Is that, is that Caribbean Fusion flair? Like I felt like she could. 
at least deliver something why? that was no I, again there's I video why. evidence why? that she can't you know, look we get the last surprise sometimes we can't be always jaded no fuck that when is the last project yeah when is the last foxy project that y'all heard Girl, like y'all no, talking about her, like she been we're but not talking in Brooklyn unbothered and not we're, and shit. We're, like, we're not talking it. about new tracks. We're just talking about potential. I agree with you. Why? Why would you do that? Like, I really, I believe, I, I'm not a believer no more. Like, you're, but yeah, I'm about to say, like, like, like look. <laughs> Bless y'all hard. Why y'all like, doing this? That died a long time ago. No. Y'all have that shit like black auntie potential. Because no. it's not there. Like, it hasn't been there right. since the 90s, dog. Like, why are y'all doing this? What she's had, y'all. She did Ill Nine Nine Ninety Six. Look, Joy and I have had time up top. Around she did videos. China we Doll tried. in Ninety Nine. We tried. I did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank she did Brooklyn Silence okay. in two thousand one. I had my New York and New Jersey time for over a decade. I she tried has to not done an album since two thousand and one. Why would you think that she could bring something to the table? In 2018, and she does have an album coming out this year. Like y'all heard, oh, wait, what's about to now. be that album? That. Wait, hold on. I did not know that fact. That King, makes me nervous. King as fuck. soon oh, come man. is supposed to be coming out in 2018, dog. Oh, this 2018? Uh, yes, like, man. Like the year of our Lord Beyonce 2018. I'm gonna say Earth One 2018, not the Flash World 2018, not Flashpoint 2018, not Westworld 2018, not Flash World 2018, this world 2018. Look, oh all I know is that okay. I'm, I'm a big enough person to be like, I made a terrible mistake. You're optimistic. Look, we all take L sometimes. So much. We do. What, what can I say? Please fuck up sometimes. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. If they take your cocaine, then they're making crack of it. Which means they don't know how to do drugs. And you know I shine on them. I sprays sheen on them. Wait, that's the end of the bar? Yeah, that's that's a that's the end of the bar. Oh. Um so I, I said this during the Nori album. I want to say it again because the last track on this album is actually a continuation of the beat from Coco Chanel and her just shouting out a bunch of niggas that she appreciates. Uh, in which is juxtaposed to Barbie Dreams, which is her just shitting on a bunch of niggas that I think she literally does not like anymore. Um on inspirations, she does do like a little a little rapidy thing before she, you know, gets into shouting stuff out. I I put this line on Facebook. It was one of the first lines I heard on this album when I like that I not not heard. It's one of the first out lines I remembered, and I put it on Facebook. I was like, "This is what she's doing right now, talking about she writing her shit." And I wrote a whole post about this line. I wrote a whole breakdown of all the other things that she could have said. Instead of what she actually fucking said. Here's what I didn't know. When I wrote that post. The reason that that bar resonated with me and stayed with me from the car ride listening to this shit into work where I wrote that post on Facebook. Is because it is literally the last bar on the album. It is the last rap bar. She spits on this album. And the bar is me and Fox getting paper like what ink dry on. Mm. Oh, the faith y'all have. <laughs> I mean, also, it's kind of a lot because Foxy Brown is getting paper. 
Also, they get a paper at office at Office Depot. Where are they get a paper? That's not how you simile or metaphor. You don't get paper like what ink dry on, because ink don't get paper. That's not how you do it, ma'am. Like I had bars. So you might have been talking about it coming from a printer. So ink dried on the printer paper. No, you're going too far now. You're reaching Mr. Fantastic in this bar. And the fact of the matter is, she can't simile a metaphor. Because she don't write her own lyrics. In the past, whenever she used a simile or a metaphor properly, that was somebody's paid writing. Them is her ghost bars. And like I said for Nori, I say the same thing with her. The worst bar on your album is pretty much the whole summation of the quality of your project. I think this I think this being the last bar is fucking poetic. It's undeniable that this album is trash. It is. Oh, but they added Fifi on though, yo. I mean, doesn't that I've make never it? heard Fifi. Uh, yeah, they did. And that like yesterday, literally. I'm just glad I've never heard Fifi and I'll never hear Fifi. I won't. As soon as it said Takashi 69, I said, no thanks. I unfortunately has heard uh you know uh Pterodactyl 69 and yeah. I don't know how y'all can listen to Tonka to Tonka Sushi 69 by accident. I just can't. Look, T Total of 69 actually in a weird way was one of the more not great at all, but different appearances on a track but that track is fucking terrible and i only heard it because people shared the video with me and the video makes a terrible track worse yeah but tortoise hatchback 69 just looks like <laughs> chalked, <laughs> chalked sidewalk concrete so i just can't deal with him at all but also but, but you but also have to... 69 was in a video that had like a whole rainbow throw up over it and they were just like real it was really a pedo-y video because it's like a lot of kids shit they do and they're like kind of deep throating ice cream and patty cake and other type of shit while there's hoes in the video. It's it's weird. That's why that was my biggest issue. Like that was my biggest issue of of Toyota Camry six nine being <laughs> in, in, the, in the track and like on in the video. A lot of it had to do with the fact that it's like, bruh, like you are a pedophile. This is weird. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Tithed Christian 6ix9ine is not going to be around but for so long. So, Look, Trigonometry 6ix9ine <laughs> is an I'm a fucking The next general. thing y'all will be saying is Turtle Cheesecake 6ix9ine <laughs> and then I'm going to have to log out. But she did uh, say, uh, who was the funny part? Oh, um, AC just stopped working so they hit me, told me to bring my wrist back. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They have an eeny, meeny, miny, mo line in that track. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I was just there like, I can't throw my tablet because right I treasure it. But no. Yeah. But again, back to Teething Chimps 6 9 Look, I can't <laughs> deal with anything he does. So, it's pretty much... He just looks like he smells like ammonia. <laughs> he looks <laughs> <not> ammonia. <laughs> he looks dirty. The cleanest thing about him are his grills. That's a problem. Uh, they're, but they're in his mouth, ma'am. So they're not clean. <laughs> like, Gingivitis mouth. My actual grill outside is cleaner than his whole mouth, for sure. So His flat iron must be killing it, though. His hair is very flat uh, and colorful. Uh-huh. He probably got heat damage. <laughs> he probably does. 
pterodactyl you chicken know, six look, nine need to go look to i don't know i don't know what ford tour six nine is about man but he doesn't rock, rock my boat in general and that video was just they're trying to be sexy but it's so unsexy it's just because there's yeah. nothing that is unsexier more than a pedophile why right. are you working with this? the 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 black ass bottom line is why are you working with this man like mm-hmm. you don't have a whole brother on trial and or in jail for the shit because the bitch is thirsty for attention Mm -hmm. she don't know how to be herself in any way i think that makes money she's been so used to trend hopping she was like i'm going to hop on this next trend that's also you know a locally based trend and see how it goes but even that didn't do anything on a music level or on a certain level a really good attention level because this motherfucker's about to go back to jail again i think and for that's my thing. probation for some pedo shit he shouldn't have done in the first goddamn place. Yes, he is. And my thing is, is that like it, it, this is not like a bias towards her because there are definitely plenty of male rappers who are trend hoppers. Her label mate sure. Drake is a perfect example of that, right? The difference is, is that Drake, whether you are a fan of his 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 uh you know culture hopping or otherwise, at least has made it somewhat enjoyable to the ear. And that's where my problem lies. No doubt. Shout out to South African Drake. I like South African house Drake. I can fuck with that. Some of dance hall music Drake is okay. Um, some of actor Drake who rhymes is okay. Like, yeah, I like. I talk about trend hop decently. Yeah, I was say like I talk cash shit about Drake all the time. It don't mean that I don't be giving uh, spins to Scorpion. It's the truth. Like I talk cash about him all the time. Still listen to look, his get, tracks. Look, get it together is my jam. I will fuck with that shit all day. Because I love house music. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? I will grow to the, the Rihanna, Drake tracks, and the other joints. That's cool. This shit is just, I don't know. It's kind of like paint by the numbers trend hopping, but she's painting outside the lines and not in a good way. Yeah, it's just, it's not, like she doesn't successfully know how to trend hop. It it sounds very false. And I feel bad because it's like, girl, you like you have the world. The world is your oyster. Like you have all these resources at your disposal. You got fucking Zaytoven coming from a church out of Atlanta, giving you pro- like premier beats, and you can't even leverage them. Mm. Um, you got Ilmon. You you got an Ilmon beat. I just I I kind of, and maybe this shouldn't be coming from a guy, but I feel like how can you expect somebody to know how to turn hop? when they still don't properly know how to dick hop. I just, I think the expectations are too high. She, I mean, her decisions tend to be a little meek. So. Now that That was a bar in somebody's track. (laughs) Especially her since she's still fucking that boy. Hey, did y'all know, did y'all know that Ganja Burns was intended to be titled Ganja Burn? However, when submitting the track listing, Minaj accidentally wrote Burns instead. Uh, How was that the most exciting thing about that goddamn track? Like, it was supposed to sound like an STD, but she added an S to it? Yes. It's supposed to be Godra Burn. (laughs) Okay. But wait, speaking of her dating life, like, uh, we forgot to talk about the most craziest thing and how she was talking about Pillow Talk with Nas at that Funk Blast Reflex interview where she was like, yeah, Nas told me we were in bed once <laughs> that he thought Meek was still in love with me. And I was like, okay, but there's a lot to unpack in that statement. Um, hmm. That's a lot, but Nas's love life is classically messy. 
Oh, he's garbage. So, okay. and, he's a, and he's a known drunk. So, uh, well, yeah. The only thing about Nas that's interesting is that he ages like a vampire because he still looks pretty damn preserved after 15-plus years. He does. That's only an excuse for him to be wearing them um, 11-year-old haircuts. Am I? Because, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say only... he still has that cut. He still like wears Cuban link chains, which is fascinating to me for a random reason. Am I the but, only um, person hmm. that thinks Pillow Talk is code for they were listening to his new album? May uh, they, that could have been it. Could have been both. No. It could have been somebody needs to listen to it. Ma'am, no, no, that's not true. <laughs> that's like saying well, somebody needs to shoot themselves. I'm gonna say, um, unless they want to take a nap to that album, no. But... Yo. That's my problem. I think this is my the the problem with this like you know Earth Six year is that you either got albums that are super short and not good, or albums that are super long and not great. Or good. Where's can we? Can or we get even in between? good. I mean, we are we definitely have... in the age where the happy medium very rarely exists now, and. It's bizarre, but I think a lot of these cats aren't caring about fans anymore because they got so used to being comfortable with just getting capital for existing. I think they're all trying to like do the Spotify, Apple Music, title, play the algorithm thing, but it's starting to explode on them. And personally, on that end, I'm for it. These niggas need to humble themselves. I think the reality is that niggas, shit. that niggas, us, is what I mean when I say niggas, need to actually stop letting people feed us what they think we're supposed to listen to and go looking for music, which... I'm sure most of us do already anyway, but this year, like, is signifying that. Like, they threw up the Batman symbol for it. They were like, hey, go out and find good music because the shit that we about to force feed y'all in the new releases, top 10 every week, about to be mostly forgettable and the other half straight trash. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a very interesting year. I think a lot of people are just showing their ass. And there's a hard line in the sand in terms of what you want to fuck with mm -hmm. or you should fuck with and what you shouldn't anymore. And um, we're seeing, like, with, like, I think this album is a fine example of it. Yeah, cats who's just been so used to automatically going gold with singles or platinum with albums or whatever, when people are just like, nah, sis, or, or sir, you got to put in some effort, they don't know what to fucking do. Like, the only cat who semi gets away with that right now is Drake, but that's because I think his marketing team is insane. They are. Yeah. And he has better and, songs on his album than the shit she has on here. And, and he definitely does. does but, but there is a ceiling that's approaching. Like, I feel like there's a there a change of the guards is happening in 2018. I truly do believe that. Well, he's tired. Where, like, a lot like, of these niggas been on top too long, and they're fine. It's fatigue, too. Yeah. Right? It's, it's the, like faking the funk fatigue. So... Like, we are really in a change of era right mm -hmm. now, I think. And we're going to see who remains standing because we did literally have about a good five to ten year period where cats were just on top literally because they were the main ones being pushed in a certain ecosystem with the music industry. Now you got more of these independent heads who actually give a fuck about their shit doing things. And you have some of these mainstream heads who are trying to do different things within it. Where these cats who were so used to just existing and being the main people pushed don't know what to do anymore. They got used to not dealing with a certain level of competition. Now we bring up, you know, folks with Nicki Minaj because her situation is very unique because it's always been biased 
in terms of how many quote unquote female MCs can exist on that particular realm. But we're seeing what happens when shit falls apart. And we're going to see that more and more with some of these dudes, the cats lately too. And it's going to be fascinating to see who remains standing within the next few years, especially if there's other cats who actually want to put in that work and they're smart on the business and so on. Right. I, I want to see how this goes down, quite frankly. And I mean, if some of these cats like Nikki and them fall because they're not trying to put in that work, then, you know, so be it. Hip hop is supposed to be a competitive thing yeah. in regards to music and beyond. You're like, you're not supposed to be comfortable and just be there like, hey, bitch, I exist. So I'm going to automatically get a whole bunch of play. So with this album and others, it's like, if you don't put in the effort, man, maybe your time is just supposed to be over. And yeah. that just shows to again her ego. Cause if you look like like a Drake, like everybody knows at a certain point, everybody's not a Jay-Z. At a certain point, some people are just not gonna be popping anymore. And you know, you might find the next next it thing that people start, you know, putting more of their time and attention in. At least Drake was smart enough to be like, at least I have a company where you know, I have a label where if at some certain point where I'm not successful, I can at least have all these other venues where I can still generate money and I can still also push other artists, you know, to the forefront and I can still get my money in the back end. Like Nikki doesn't have that. And her ego won't allow that because you can't, she's, you know, instead of her grooming, trying to groom like an up and coming female artist you know, giving her, quote-unquote, the game that she learned while she was, you know, the only female artist at that particular point, all the trials and tribulations that she probably had to go through just being a female in general, her ego won't let her do that. Like, because she always feels like she has to be number one. So, therefore, now this this downfall is going to be interesting for me, especially because what does she have to fall back on? Moscato? I was going to say, like, Deidre, are you telling me that a JCPenney clothing line is not a viable business? <laughs> Wasn't it Kmart? It was Kmart. I'm sorry. Sorry, JCPenney. Y'all don't even deserve this slander. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all helped me. You better have a clothing that. line. She did have a, a whole clothing line a at whole Kmart. Kmart. At yeah. Kmart, that was, like, a not viably sound Kmart. Like, they were not <laughs> a legitimate business Kmart. And she was like, I got a fashion line. I said, at Kmart? Um, but no, like it, listen, uh, cash money had a long run. Like, I'm sorry, young money, cash money had a very long run and mm-hmm. Hey, they should be proud of that. Cause they did, they spent all like excluding like the cash money, hot boys, little Wayne air. They spent all of the, the two thousands, man. That is a big mm-hmm. thing to be proud of. That is a huge mm-hmm. thing to be proud of. There's not a lot of record labors that are still standing like that, but it's, it's time to go. It's time. Yeah. And then go. And then, and go. then go. So, all right, what rating are y'all giving us so we can go ahead and close this out? We had an hour and 50 minutes at this point. Still ain't our longest review ever, but hey, close, pretty close. I'm giving it, um, I'm giving it a Bud Light. So that should just tell you how trash it is to me. Mm, okay. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's harsh. Um, this gets a bleach well on the beach out of five. Mm, stranded. <laughs> uh, I give this. A, I'm good. Mm, okay. Mm. Um, 
Not even I'm a good love and joy, just that I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I give this a five and a half. It should have just been all Sway Lee. That's what I give it. <laughs> just, just all Sway Lee's and Zaytoven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sway Lee, Zaytoven, and Futures out of five. Mm-hmm. All right, That's y'all. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this. And a special thanks to Joy, Deidre, and Mary for carrying this podcast with the anger of all more like the disgust i feel like i feel like y'all's voices are representation of what harriet tubman's shotgun would have sounded like if when niggas wasn't acting right like you know what the force (laughs) the the true anger and force that y'all put into the movement it was historical here tonight so i just want y'all to bask look i i I like being freeing i like the entire freeing people from sonic slavery out of fives that we did that that's yeah. dope i, I dig yeah so. i agree listen what did uh what did uh, molly and isa say in uh season three premiere of uh insecure no better do better yes yeah no nikki do better not do better. It's, it's it actually mm-hmm. goes it actually goes no nikki do not that's what that's how it goes so bloop away good luck finding bloop. success in Blam. this music <laughs> all right and on that note we are out Where's my 40 gigs.com? You got some reviews. Nicki Minaj, uh, Queenie, Queen and a Half, mm. Game of Struggles album. That's, yeah. It's time to go. <laughs> Game of Struggles. <laughs> ain't no love left here for her. So, yeah. Game of Miss. Mm. All right. We'll holler at Post Minaj later. Peace. <laughs>